Have y'all been to Local Heroes pop-up store? Their selfie room is a straight vibe, okay? Posters all on the wall, big old mirrors, record player in the corner. I feel like I'm back in my room in my teen days, okay? Getting ready to do something I ain't supposed to do. Local Heroes is carrying some of the hottest streetwear brands, okay, that have been killing the fashion game. We got a fresh, leisure, no logo world, and stick talk. And of course, they got new drops coming every single week. So you know that's where you need to go first. Located at Hawthorne Mall in Vernon Hills, Local Heroes is one of the dopest stores in the entire building, okay? Yeah, I said it. So make sure y'all pull up to Local Heroes located at Hawthorne Mall in Vernon Hills. Come grab a fit and catch this vibe. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Rodney here back on another episode of Pillow Talk, man. Shout out to y'all for tuning in like you be tuning in. I appreciate you. Y'all already know y'all can follow me on IG, Rodney93, or type in Pillow Talk Podcast, whatever floats your boat. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you guys tap in with me on Twitter as well, E93 Robin. It is 2022, season three. We, we, we lit, we lit, you know what I'm saying? We in this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long, long road. So I definitely got to shout out everybody that tunes into Pillow Talk Podcast. I would not be here without you. Like that, like that little note I did. Now, I got to get into some shit, Okay. I've been cranking out interviews left and right. I haven't had a chance to really preach to y'all like I like to do. So today, today, we're going to get into something that's been a little heavy on my heart personally. And it's crazy to me to think that a lot of other people, especially black people, aren't really talking about the issue. I think it's important. And I want to share that with y'all, okay? I want to share that with y'all. Now, before we get into the shit, because you best believe it's some shit, I got to, got to, got to give a shout out to one of my favorite urban stores around, okay? Local heroes. Make sure that y'all tap in with them. It's lit. Man, have y'all been to Local Heroes pop-up store? Their selfie room is a straight vibe, okay? Posters all on the wall, big old mirrors, record player in the corner. I feel like I'm back in my room in my teen days, okay? Getting ready to do something I ain't supposed to do. Local Heroes is carrying some of the hottest streetwear brands, okay, that have been killing the fashion game. We got a fresh, leisure, no logo world, and stick talk. And of course, they got new drops coming every single week. So you know that's where you need to go first. Located at Hawthorne Mall in Vernon Hills, Local Heroes is one of the dopest stores in the entire building. Okay, yeah, I said it. So make sure y'all pull up to Local Heroes located at Hawthorne Mall in Vernon Hills. Come grab a fit and catch this vibe. 
Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to local heroes, man. Y'all need to tap in with them. Get your gear together. Get your shit right. Now, let's get into the shit. It's been, first off, happy Black History Month. Damn it. It's the last day of Black History Month today. So how fitting of it for me to talk about this shit on the last day of Black History Month. It need to be every day. You know, if you're Black, we, we do it every day anyway. But happy Black History Month. This month has definitely been interesting in terms of Black culture, things that we've experienced. Definitely got to give a shout out to Kanye. <laughs> okay, Kanye, because you ain't have to do them like you did them when you did them like that. You ain't have to do them when you did them like that. Yes, yes. If y'all have not seen the Kanye documentary on Netflix, y'all definitely need to check that out. My man's is truly living out his purpose. So I'm, I'm happy to see that positive imagery, uh, imagery right now of black men. Even though he is narcissistic, we know this, but you, you, you can't help but feel the vibes. You can't help but feel the vibes. So critical race theory is a big, big, big topic right now in politics and the school system. So initially when I was kind of researching about it, it was just kind of little stories that I was, that I was seeing online in reference to books that were being banned. Um, but I didn't really dive too deep into it. So I want to talk about this because right now we're facing a dilemma. Okay. We're facing a, a war, if you will, on rewriting history, as we already know that they tend to do. But what they're trying to do right now in the school system, mainly K through 12, is push a ban on critical race theory. So in a nutshell, okay, critical race theory is an academic movement linking racism, race, and power arguing that American social life, political structures, and economic systems are founded upon race, which arguably is a social construct. Explaining the dominance of race in American life and how it is predominant part of American life, racism itself has become internalized into the American conscience, okay? So that was a fancy, fancy little one too, but in a nutshell, it is the teaching of one race being superior to another and using that superiority to inflict power and control. Is that not American history? <laughs> Is that not, you know, what we've been dealing with for the longest um, since the beginning of us coming over here, you know, after we were taken from, from our land. So critical race theory actually is, a newer concept. Okay. It's something that actually hasn't, um, really been around that long. Okay. Uh, in 1989, a black woman, uh, in addition to some other professors as well, Kimberly Crenshaw, she, uh, actually hosted kind of a forum in where they introduced the name critical race theory and the theory of it. Um, and they kind of coined the term. So 1989, all right, it's 2022. It hasn't been that long that we've been dissecting this concept, but when you get into the higher education realms like college, you know, and your master's and things like that, you tend to revisit the critical race theory, which is why at first it intrigued me because growing up for me, I never had an in-depth black lesson. I never had a teacher that 
really took the time to tell me about significant moments in black history. We were slaves and then we were free and then segregation and then MLK, Malcolm X, Rodney King, here we are. That was pretty much that. But you best believe they made us learn the damn constitution. Okay, we had to learn that shit. But it wasn't until I got to college. I got to college, I took an African-American studies class and my professor, shout out to Mr. Fox. I don't know where you're at right now. I know you're doing amazing things, but he he was a white man, blonde hair, blue eye, white man who had a black wife. She was Nigerian um, and he had lived, you know, out of the country for years and years. And, and he just had all this knowledge and he brought a lot of artifacts. But he was really the first professor to teach me about critical race theory, to teach me about black culture, black traditions. I kid you not. It wasn't until I got to college that I even learned the history behind Juneteenth. The whole time that I was going through school and, and maybe I would see Juneteenth flyers around the town, nobody ever took the time to actually tell me what it was, especially the school system. It was not until I got to college that I actually learned what Juneteenth was, the meaning behind it, and how we wasn't free and how we don't need to be celebrating the 4th of July. But those are the type of things that critical race theory challenges. Because if you do understand the notion of critical race theory, then you will get how they use that power to influence. We're going to make you celebrate the 4th of July because that's America's independence. We don't give a damn about when y'all became free. This is when America became free. This is a national holiday. If you, you know, pay attention to the news, you'll see Juneteenth recently became a national holiday. I, I, I there's still lots of places that don't even acknowledge it as a real holiday, okay? And it's very significant to the Black culture. I'm very upset <laughs> right now. I mean, it's, it's fucking me up that not only have we endured years and years of, you know, mistreatment and injustice still to this day, and then y'all going to turn around and say, well, we're not going to talk about this anymore. We're going to we're going to keep it on the hush hush. We're going to keep it on the down low. OK, so critical race theory is literally the fundamental outline that our current society was birthed from. OK, <laughs> there's there's no other way around it. But speaking about this makes the white people uncomfortable. Now, I always have to say, I always, always, always have to say, I am not at all a racist. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm not a racist at all. I treat everybody with the same dignity and respect that they give me. But I'm very aware of my position in the world because I'm a black woman and I know my history and I know the history of the oppressor, which is you know, historically white people. So here we are in this new world where they're trying to still get us to all get along. OK, you're implementing LGBTQ into the school curriculum. But you're not comfortable talking about critical race theory, okay? So why does this matter, right? Why do we need to erase it? Why does it feel so threatening? Y'all already got all the power if you, if you didn't know, if you were still unsure about it. There's still so many things that Black people don't own, we don't acquire, 
so much generational wealth that we will never be able to touch or make, which is why we're working so hard right now to heal ourselves. Okay. We're, we're doing therapy, we're meditating, we're changing our diets. We're trying to implement new traditions so that we can start creating a different type of bloodline. But when you get to the thick of it, when you start thinking historically about critical race theory, because it, it examines everything as a whole, you can't help but feel some way. Our people, when they hear critical race theory, tend to, again, just fixate on slavery. We're talking about a disadvantage that has spanned over generations and generations and generations. It's so hard for a Black person to be middle class successful. You think it's not, but it is. My aunt, um, very successful. She became an HR manager uh, for a company. She was the only Black HR manager. And she, you know, got a nice condo out in Evanston, beautiful, living the sex and city life. Do your thing, girl, do your thing. So she ended up um, getting married and, you know, wanted to sell her condo. So her uh, leasing agent um, actually made her remove, you know, anything that looked ethnic in her house for fear that, you know, it would not get chosen or letting her basically know that if they know a black person lives here, they won't won't buy the house they won't they won't buy it they won't be into it those are the types of things that black people have to deal with and that is the type of critical race theory we can also be elaborating on you know what i'm saying when you're talking about injustices you know in community how many black people own a laundromat or a gas station if that's if that's the case you know what I'm saying? There's there's so many other levels that dive into it because it's not just about slavery. It's not even just about segregation or Jim Crow. I mean, it's about the way we were disadvantaged and how it's trickled down into the way that we live today. So many white kids that I went to college with, they were living off campus like sophomore year, freshman year. OK, now, if you've been to a university <laughs> okay, if you've been to a university, you will know that you got to pay bread unless you get like a whole bunch of roommates to live off campus. You you know, you're struggling, basically. You broke as fuck. But they had already had this generational wealth where they were able to actually have a college fund and actually have this money set aside specifically for them. I remember not having any money to get all of my books. Okay, getting financial aid, getting a partial scholarship, getting money from my, my parents and my family and still coming up short. I don't have this trust fund because my parents weren't able to establish that and then their parents weren't able to establish that and their parents weren't able to establish that because of the disadvantage that has trickled down for years and years to come. Y'all not listening to me. All right. There's so many things we don't know because we don't dive into what it's about. And as a black person, when you're faced, you know, with difficulty in certain situations where you know you should be on top, these are the type of conversations you need to have with yourself. Okay, I'm already at this disadvantage because I'm a nigga and X, Y, and Z is going on. I need to figure out another way I can make this shit happen or figure out somebody else that I can fuck with that's going to help me. You feel me? That's going to do it. White people don't have to think like that. 
They can they they don't have to think like that. Even if they can't go to their parents, they have a friend, they have a uh uh I don't know, distant family member, damn it. Some uncle died and left them an inheritance. They got a piece of land that's owed to them, really our land that we were working on. That is a part of it. And it angers me right now that again, cuz you know it's the Republicans it's the whites, but it, it, the fact that they feel the need to eradicate a part of our history like that, as if that's not a big reason to why so many of us are struggling right now. Black people have some of the worst mental trauma, okay? Argue with your mama, argue with Sally down the street. It's the truth. And if you think it's not stemming from our history and, and the things that our ancestors have endured, you are mistaken. We face trauma every day. Okay, anytime that we turn on the TV and we see another black person that's been gunned down or that went missing. So. Y'all may not think that this is a big issue. Oh, okay, let's 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 do away with critical race theory. Damn it. I I don't know who I am anyway. Nobody gives a fuck. Okay, cool. Uh, They're really going through the extra lengths to make sure that we are really not talking about this shit, okay? So CNN, I love CNN. Even sometimes they be tripping on some of the stories, but to me, they're the most accurate and unbiased when it comes to reporting. So shout out to CNN. That's where I get all my shit from. So since January 2020, Okay, 41 states have introduced bills or some sort of restrictions on teaching critical race theory. Out of the 41, 14 have constructed legislation to make sure that it happens. So this means that they've actually taken time out to write up a law that state specifically, you cannot talk about X, Y, and Z, cannot talk about oppression in these states. If I find out that you're talking about it, I'm liable to sue your ass. I'm liable to challenge the the school district, okay? So Tennessee school district was challenged by parents on the autobiography of Ruby Bridges, one of the first, okay, one of the first black children to integrate an elementary school. This, This is history, okay? This is history. They stated that the biography depicted white backlash and showing one race as an oppressor. Okay, and we're not teaching that because that's critical race theory. This is literally history. You're literally telling us we can't talk about this shit, even though it happened, even though there's documentation and there's fucking biographies and movies about this shit. We can't talk about it because it makes us uncomfortable. That's the just of this. That's the just of this. It makes y'all uncomfortable. The <laughs> Okay, so... A bill uh, proposed in New Hampshire would ban teachers from telling or promoting a negative account or representation of the founding and history of the United States. Listen, 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 listen. Hold up. You mean to tell me we can't talk about negative shit that happened in America, we can't talk about the birthing of America, which strung from negativity. Because you know this means they're going to leave out Christopher Columbus. They're going to leave out things about the Holocaust. They're going to leave that shit out as well. No, 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 no. This isn't just about black people. It's predominantly 
about critical race theory. It's predominantly about black folks, but it is about hiding negative aspects that the oppressor has done to other races. That's literally what it said. And this is a bill, you feel me? A bill that passed through, okay? Okay? A Texas school mom tried to have a Michelle Obama book removed, claiming that it depicted Donald Trump as a bully and that it made a white girl feel ashamed of herself. Oh, my God. Listen, listen, listen. If I had a dollar... But every time a white person felt guilty, I'd have one dollar. <laughs> like, is you serious right now? Is you serious right now? And then again, this is historic. This isn't even on a racial matter. You're talking about Michelle Obama, the first black first lady. Okay. She's educated. She's done historical things. Now you want to take it down a notch and say this is about some black and white shit. Why don't you look at the bigger context? It ain't just about that. It's about depicting real life situations living in America as a black person, as a person that has been oppressed. Y'all, <laughs> it gets deep. OK, now the school district, the Texas school district. Excuse me. The Texas school district decided not to remove the book because that's dumb as fuck. But it's a simple fact that it was even brought to their attention. The simple fact that some mom felt the need to go public about this and state how it makes other white girls feel uncomfortable. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. The thing to me is white people don't want to take accountability. They don't want to take accountability. Again, I am not racist. Uh, according to a lot of <laughs> scenarios, I can't be racist, goddammit, but I'm not. I just am speaking facts. White people don't like to take accountability. They literally can't do it. They literally feel like they're going to vomit anytime they have to take accountability in regards to their wrongdoings. Now, obviously, I'm not saying that you was down there on the slave ship, Sarah. Okay, clearly you weren't. We're here in 2022. But you should be acknowledging that you have a better advantage of survival here in America, simply for the fact that you were white and your mother was white and your mother's mother was white and your mother, mother, mother was white. Okay, for the simple fact that your ancestors stole from us, from the simple fact that they used us to produce mass production, you know what I'm saying, to survive, to live, and not just Black people, to a lot of other races. And that has trickled down, again, into modern society and how we function. So going into more of the bans against critical race theory, this one really, I mean, it really, 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 it really, really pissed me off um, because I felt like it was kind of like a mockery on the whole woke uh, ideology that's, you know, kind of become a fad. So recently, this Stop Woke Act, okay? Stop Woke Act, all right? Yes, that is what it's called. Stop Woke. All right, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has pushed this bill, which recently passed the House of Representatives. Okay, so woke stands for wrongs to our kids and employees. 
wrongs to our kids and employees. <laughs> listen, listen. I can't make this shit up. It's real. Okay. It's real. So this again plays to the whole idea of banning critical race theory um, in a room or setting that has 15 or more people. You are unable to talk about topics um, in political standing points, in social standing points that depict oppression. So parents again also have a private right of action to enforce the state's you know, being um, law. So if the child comes back from school one day and talks about how Christopher Columbus is a murderer, the parent has all legal action to sue the school because that is critical race theory, people. This is the world that we live in. So this was passed, okay? This was passed. Um, they, you know, they say to be woke is to be aware, and the fact that they chose to use stop woke to me is kind of like a slap in the face. Like, yeah, fuck y'all woke shit. Y'all got going on. We finna stop that shit right now. Y'all getting a little too conscious for us. We don't like it. So we're going to censor you guys. Okay. We're going to censor all that shit. This shit matters. Because how do you know where you're going if you've never known where you've been? How can you know what you can achieve if you don't know what those before you have done? Okay? Representation and acceptance is what's taught here. I say representation, obviously, because we need to talk about all that encompasses minorities. Okay? And a lot of those things, a lot of those figures, a lot of those situations stem from a racial problem that happened where a black person or a person of minority had to stand up for what was right because they were, you know, being abused, they were being mistreated. But I also say acceptance because I think critical race theory is a lesson to survival in America when you are a person that is disadvantaged, when you're somebody that's not white, when you're somebody that doesn't have those traditional given resources. It allows you to understand why things work the way they work. You know, you have to remember that this system was not built for us. It was built to keep us at a bay. And once we became emerged into the system, they didn't really need to revise it. All they've done is add other bills and remove some things. But the, the you know, this system and things of that sort hasn't been revised. It was implemented so long ago by those in power to keep them in power. We need to understand, you know what I'm saying, how to navigate. Not talking about it doesn't mean that that shit didn't happen. Not talking about it doesn't erase it from happening. Black kids don't get to just grow up normal. From the moment that we are born to the moment that we die, we are profiled. We are signaled out, we are mistreated, we are abused, we are used. We don't get to have the silver spoon in our mouth. We usually have to work triple time for it. 
how do you explain something like that to a 14 year old black child that's you know an honor roll student that's trying to get a scholarship that's trying to get help from from other sponsors and and little billy and sarah are able to get all of that because of the connections that they have that same little boy walks home from school and he's stopped by the police He's carrying a science project. Clearly, he's a student. Clearly, he's on his way home. How do you explain to him why he gets stopped and the other kids don't? How do you explain when a black kid and a white kid go to you know jail or they steal from the store and the black kid automatically gets 10 years and the white kid doesn't? How else do you explain that other than critical race theory? Because you can't just say it's racism. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. We cannot allow them to just take away our history. And we cannot allow them to feel better about their selves. If, if we don't talk about it, it's easier for me to forget that it even happened. It's easier for me to, you know, work with the black person for not feeling this guilt. You still feeling it. I would rather a, a white motherfucker say what, what my people did was fucked up than for you to pretend that that shit never happened. The fuck? So I, I, I ain't gonna waste too much more time blabbing on it I just wanted to talk to y'all about that shit because I'm a black enthusiast a hundred thousand percent I love black media especially black films black tv shows um black music and I'm a big believer in keeping black mementos and you know replaying black moments because we, we need that inspiration again we need that representation we need that acceptance so that when we going through some fucked up shit, we, we, we got to remember like a lot of us is going through this fucked up shit. So if you are a black person, <laughs> if you are a minority person, somebody that is tied to that lineage of, you know, being at that disadvantage, I want you to combat this. I want you to take notice on how they're trying to blanket over the racist blueprint that America was built on. So for one, educate yourself and then educate somebody else. Learn something new every day about your black history, about your people, about the system. And, and, and it don't even have to be necessarily about black history. It could just be a new way to, to get a loan, a new resource that you found. Educate yourself and then educate somebody else. Next, you need to save all black historical data right the fuck now. There was an issue going on where they couldn't find any of like Dr. Sebi's videos for a while. And, and a lot of his teachings, you know, were gone and, and disappeared. And you've kind of got a lot of more washed down books that are out right now that are kind of pieced together what they could find. But in those instances, yeah, like you need to start saving what you're able to find. I'm a big believer in hard copy books. I've got so many books saved. 
Um, James Baldwin is one of my favorite authors, and he elaborates a lot on being a Negro, if you will, and being amongst white people and the way that they talk to him and the type of things that they would say. But he's, you know, iconic. He's he's extraordinary. But a lot of his writings are disappearing. You know, Langston Hughes, Maya Angelou. I mean, uh, you need to take time out to save pieces of your history, save facts that you didn't know so that you can come back to it. You know what I'm saying? So that you can show somebody else and let them know like, hey, this is this is really what the fuck it was. Don't let them tell you what it wasn't because this is really what it was. Keep talking, acknowledging, and noticing critical race theory every chance you get. Because let me tell you, it don't matter if they ban it. When you're out somewhere eating, dining out, <laughs> and you go eat and you wait 40 minutes to sit down. Meanwhile, three or four couples come past you and they go sit. You're going to talk about it. <laughs> you, you're going to talk about it because it's embedded in everything that we do, unfortunately. So that is my spiel to y'all. I didn't get y'all a little, little history, little history lesson, little modern history lesson. You're so very welcome. You're so very welcome. Don't say I didn't do nothing for y'all. Um, Pay attention to what's going on right now. I'm going to definitely try to do my part and come up with some type of kid packet or, you know, something that I can do to, you know, influence the kids and, and give them that knowledge. Because they need it. They need it. They absolutely need it. And nobody else is going to do it. So, damn it, it might as well be me. As always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to Pillow Talk Podcast, man. Sending love and light. Peace out. I'm black, 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 black